A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed. And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Alex here, your host and dungeon master or keeper of arcane lore and snazzy neckties. Just wanted to jump in and give you a quick heads up on a couple of things real quick. Uh, first of all, for the next couple of episodes, uh, we had a bit of a mishap when we were recording the session for these episodes. There was a glitch and we actually lost the audio for my entire track for the whole session. Which, yeah, sucks hugely. But after we were done panicking, we were able to salvage my audio from the recordings of the other mics that were in the room. So we pulled what we could out of there, cleaned it up best we could. And so you have everything. It's in the episodes. You can hear me for the most part. You hear everything important. You might kind of miss a few things when people are talking over the top of me. But typically that's just when I'm making a joke or something off to the side. But mostly it's just the quality of it isn't quite up to the standards that we like to keep for our show. So just be aware of that. And just just so you know, it is only for the next two episodes. So just, you know, bear with us for the next couple of episodes. And, and then everything will be back to our normal ridiculousness that you have come to know and tolerate. Uh, yeah, so we really apologize for all of that. But I still feel like the episodes turned out really great. So I hope you enjoy them. Uh, if you have been enjoying the show, you can show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files, uh, leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps out a lot. Just spreading the word about the show, telling your friends, or you can let us know what you like about the show on Twitter at Arkham Files. Uh, and what you don't like about the show, you can send at your mom. Cause ain't nobody else want to hear your complaining. Uh, no, don't tweet mean things to your mom. That's terrible. The Arkham Files in no way condones the tweeting of mean things to moms. Uh, our other announcement actually is that we're going to have another player joining us for the foreseeable future. Abel is going to be joining us at the table playing Officer Billy McConnell. So Abe's a real cool guy, brings a lot to the table. So I think you guys will enjoy hearing him on the show from here on out. Uh, and I think that is it. So without further ado, here is the next episode. <laughs> Oh, uh-huh.
The Arkham Files, an actual play called Cthulhu RPG Podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Oh, I think he's dying, but if he does, are you available? Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. It was like I, you know, had a fair amount of spirits. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. I'm not a psychologist tonight. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. Still really into guns and ammo and shit. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. We can't do anything drastically illegal like blowing up his business. And I am your game master, the keeper of arcane lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Frank Kovach, this is my partner, Detective Burke, and you are here, and I believe you know why, and really, I want to find out why you're here, and why I got woke up out of my delightful slumbers in the middle of the night, to be brought in and wake up a bunch of other people, much more important than me, that I would rather not get on the wrong side of. So... All of you guys, let's see who we got here. Oh, yeah, we got a doctor. Okay. Doctor. This is doctor. U.S. Army Major retired. And a celebrity. Oh, okay. World famous explorer. Explorer extraordinaire. So, why don't we just cut to the chase, fellas? What were you doing? At Corbett's house. Oh, uh, I wasn't in Corbett's house. Oh, wait. Oh, that's your accent. <laughs> 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 that's my oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> you convinced me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Tallahassee. Yeah, okay. There we go. I got my voice back. Uh, yes, I am Mr. Turner. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what makes you think we were in, uh, Mr. Corbett's house? I don't know. Yeah, I never went to well, we at Mr. Corbett's house, I guess. Yeah, I don't remember even being there. I, I was in my backyard, or I'm in Dom's backyard. Wait, Simeon's backyard. Yeah, I'm standing. You yes, seem to have some trouble getting your story straight, Mr. Turner. Well, it's because I found, uh, this weird bone, and, <laughs> and the, uh, Bakersfield uh, broke my camera. It's got really, uh, I'm still upset about that. Sounds like he's got his act together, Frank. Well, look, we weren't there. I can promise you that I'm a doctor, psychologist. No, and psychologist. As a, and as a psychologist, I would never lie to the police. All right. A, a, you're a psychologist. Oh, it's true. I think that's what this should have said. Not doctor. Well, let me let me, let me pers- amend my notes. Psychologist. All right. Let me so. you. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> All right, look. I've never been in trouble with the cops. From my report, what you told the police. Flashback, the night before. 
three of you are standing in the backyard of Dr. Simeon's house looking over a long, yellowing, old, what appears to be a bone, possibly a human bone. We don't know. You see the lights coming down the street. You hear the lights coming down the street. You just heard a scream from upstairs in Mr. Corbett's house. Police car is pulling up in front of Mr. Corbett's house. What do you do? Or, I guess I should say, what did you do? What, uh, quick, quick uh, question of clarification. Yeah. You said we heard the lights coming down the street? Did I say that? In fact, you did. Yes. <laughs> It was a different time back then. 1925, we have very noisy lights. <laughs> 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 it's uh, they're on a hand crank. Like, <laughs> 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 I just want to make sure, because, yeah, that's what I thought. You saw the lights coming down the street attached to the police car, which you heard, because it's a car and I make noise. Uh, did we, uh, I, I have a foggy memory, boys, but uh, did, did we throw that bone back into Mr. Corbett's house? or we threw it into Simeon's yard. Well, I'm, we're standing over it, though. I'm saying, like, right after we heard the lights coming down the street, did we throw the, <laughs> did we throw the bone back in his yard, or did we hide it? Oh, we hit it. Oh, we hit it. We kept that. What Why would we get rid of the, the evidence? All the risk for nothing? No way. We're not giving it to the police. That's our bone. <laughs> what else are we going to make Dr. Simeon fetch with? Yeah, you're looking over this bone, and you can't quite tell what it's for. It kind of looks like it's a human bone, maybe a femur or something like that, one of the long bones, but you're having a hard time really, really quite picking out exactly what it is. But there seems to be some weird... Can I roll with chemistry? What are you gonna do? Like spit on it? <laughs> yeah, um, that's chemistry. <laughs> well, what else? You got some in your I don't inventory? Know. If I have, I'll, I want to hurry and take seventy on picture first of it. aid. Wouldn't that kind of include knowing the human body? Let you roll it. Uh-huh. Good call. Nice. Oh, wow. All right, here we go. Um, seventy. Frick, 79 out of 7. What is this? There are some abnormalities that you are noticing. Like, instead of a normal, f- like, femur bone that maybe has, like, a joint at the top and the bottom, uh, it, there's almost, like, some weird spots throughout the bone where maybe multiple joints could be attached. It's hard to tell again without knowing that much. There's some strange bumps on it. Almost, there's even like some barbs and sharp edges um, that you guys have actually been lucky not to cut yourself on at this point. Um, well, Seth and I didn't jerk it from the ground. It's true. Did I cut my hand? Is it like a, like a weapon thing looking? No, it's definitely So I got an 80 intelligence you guys see the door slam on the police car in front of Mr. Corbett's house. Let's just run the bone to him. Tell him Corbett's a murderer. We found a bone! A human bone. Arrest him! Is that what you guys want to do? I say we, uh... Actually, let's run up to the... So I'm going to hide this bone in, in the back of my pants uh, just to hold on to it for a minute in my pocket. What if it gets searched? Why don't you keep it in uh, Let's throw it yard. in the bushes. All right, we'll throw it in the backyard in the bushes of Simi's house. Let's run out to the cops and just we need to find out what's going on. Like, we don't know. 
Let's let him run out, distract the cops, while you and I go Actually, to help Dominic. Uh, that's not a bad idea. But hey, uh, yeah, with I my unbroken pers- camera, which one did I lend you again? My Kodak number two or my Speed Reflex? Which Whichever one's, one's worse. Yeah, which one's better? Because mm-hmm. Speed Reflex is better, obviously. Okay, so my Kodak number two is broken. Sorry about that again. Good grief. Uh, so I take out my Speed Reflex camera and I take a picture of this air bone with my flashlight also on, on it. Roll for camera. <laughs> yeah, I had to, and I fell off the roof. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, so now that we, I want to make sure I got a picture of the evidence, and then yeah, let's hide it in the bushes, and you go talk to the cops. I'm gonna go talk to the cops. Well, hold up a second. Uh, I got fast talk eighty, so I can go like. Uh, and just... But I'm, I got a good persuade, so I can. My strength persuade. is uh, forty. I only got a forty strength. My strength is fifty. All right, me and Donovan are going to go in the house. Plus, you remember when he flipped over the fence and he was what like, What do you guys do? This is, uh... Okay, so... Okay, I'll hide the bone. I'll go run that. All right. Mm-hmm. Chat with him. Or, uh, Mr. Aloysius, myself, and Dr. Simeon, <clears throat> after hearing the scream in Mr. Corbett's house... And all this discussion. After all this discussion... <laughs> this is in character. You guys talking to each other, trying to decide what to do. Yeah, take your time about rescuing me, guys. Oh, I'm cool Sometimes with it. Oh, a talking. scream. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we know how impatient Dom is. Tallahassee, you distract the cops. Simeon, come with me. Okay, I'm Let's running go. out to the cops. Where are you, where are you two going? We're, we're going, going into the house. We're uh, going through the backyard. We're going back to the back fence. Oh, yeah, I got to... Into Mr. Corbett's house. We're going to Mr. Corbett's house. All right. Uh, there's a ladder, so they don't have to flip yeah, so over the fence anymore. Tallahassee is running out front. Yeah, yeah I ran the ladder. Cops. Um. <laughs> the cops gotta be walking up and seeing these two guys up a ladder over the fence. <laughs> okay. No, they so, can't see you. So, so I'll go up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're narrating. Yeah, so Tallahassee goes running up to the front yard to uh, um, go and speak to the police. He comes running through the yard, um, crosses over to Mr. Corbett's yard, comes running up on the two police officers as they are making their approach to Mr. Corbett's house. Um, and as he does, the younger of the two officers that you can see pulls his gun out and points it at Tallahassee very nervously, gets into his stance, pulls out his his service roller, points it at him, and says, Whoa, easy there. Slow down. Slow down. Uh, you might not want to do that, sir. I got a 50 on my firearms skill. <laughs> so just calm yourself. Well, uh, I got a 75, so you might want to, oh, just relax, (laughs) take it easy. No, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm I'm sorry, I saw the lights and I came, or I heard the lights and I came running out, and I just wanted to check, you know. Just take it easy, you don't need to rush. I'm very protective of my my neighborhood here, and I want to make sure that nothing bad's going on. Can you guys give me an idea of what's going on? All right, hey, hold on there. We're going to help. I'm his favorite explorer. McConnell, all right, all right, let's let's take a minute, just calm down. You, mister. Oh, yeah, my name is Tallahassee Turner. I'm a famous explorer. Uh, you may have read some of my books. Okay. What? What is Very going on famous here? author. You, Turner, you're not Corbett? No, I'm not Mr. Corbett. I'm Mr. Turner, uh, like Turner. I just said. All right, look. I have okay. lots of books. All right, so you, okay. I'm, like, bestseller. You gotta get this started right. out. Okay, you stay here, Turner. Well, right? hold up, hold up a second. I'm, I'm very invested in this neighborhood. I live right across the street. We're over here at Dr. Simi's house. We're just hanging out, and, uh... Having a good time. We we heard the lights come down the street, and I just want to make sure that everything's okay. Is everything okay? Uh, you guys well, need any help well, with anything? Well, okay, just hang on. We just that is some fast talking. <laughs> would you like to roll your fast? I would like to roll my fast. What is the purpose? What are you trying? To uh, I'm trying to understand why they're here. 
okay. more details of like what they did. Because yeah, cool. I don't know that Mr. Corbett actually called them. Is that a fast talk? Or is that a Tell them you found an, uh, um, an enormous skunk in your backyard. <laughs> he spoke pretty fast. So, yeah, I did talk about Yeah, I got a fast talk, or my 80. 80 is my fast talk. Yeah, roll it. And uh, 37. Boom. Boom, right. that's a hard success. All right, just calm down, Mr. Turner. I'm okay. help. Sorry. Look, we got a call. We got a call in from Mr. Carbett at this address. He said there are some prowlers in his yard, people trying to break into his house. So we're just we're taking a look at things, trying to find out what's going on. But I do find it interesting that there's prowlers breaking around in his house. And you come walking out just as we come up. So I'm going to need you to stay right here, Turner. While we yeah, but Mr. Corbett's out. a little bit, like, loopy. Uh, sometimes, you know, he has visions. Uh, but we were just uh, talking to Dr. Simi's house, and there was a skunk, so I ran out here. And plus, I heard the lights. And, uh, well, I think that's maybe something I can find out for myself from maybe talking to Mr. Corbett. Well, are you saying that it was at Mr. Corbett's house? Because you said at this address that I'm coming out from Dr. Simi's house. Okay, well, he's fast talking. What, Sam and I start doing stuff? Um, yeah, we're gonna... yeah, you guys are, you guys hop the fence. Mm -hmm. uh, well, the ladder is still at the fence, so we just climb over and hop. Yeah, hop. Okay. And so now you're, you're just we're running over to, uh, to the back door? So yeah, back door. Okay. Um, we're just going to barge right in. Okay, you're heading over to the back door. Um, going to go inside. You guys go up those back steps leading up to the back door. You try the handle and it's locked. The back door is locked? All right, I'm gonna roll a strength check to try and break the door open. Wait, do you have a lock? Do you have a locksmith? Do oh, you yeah, I do have a locksmith. What's your locksmith? Locksmith's kind of slow, isn't it? Locksmith. Uh, it'll take. It'll take a second. I get one. Oh, I have one percent. Yeah. But yeah, I have it. <laughs> so, yeah, we all have it. Oh, yeah, if you're not really like trained in it, then there's no. Reason all right, I'm gonna to kick the door. Can I make a strength on. check? Yeah. What's your strength? It's eighty. Oof. This is gonna be super loud. I mean, you're gonna draw the police. Uh, Most likely. Cal has these fast talking. Yeah, you know, I talk loud too. And they've got their sirens probably, <laughs> you know, those really loud lights going. All right, a 49. 49? 49. Success. Success. Okay. Um, that is a success. Does the door break? Does it give way to my enormous strength? Your manly efforts. To my manly efforts. Your manforts. All right, Dr. Simi and... Major Bakersfield, run up the back steps, try the door, finding that it's locked. Um, Major Bakersfield pushes uh, Dr. Simi aside, giving him some more room, backs up, and makes a charging dash into the back door of Mr. Corbett's house, slamming as the as the frame breaks off the the edge of the doorway as it as it flies open. You guys go to rush into the house. <clears throat> Um, back at the front of the house. We're in the back. So we're um, going to go... I got a 70 on listen. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. well roll it for me. Uh, uh, 76. <laughs> I hear nothing. It's because I'm talking I so fast. fast. You guys are just me. It's like, oh. Oh, never mind. It's just the lights. <laughs> like, Alright, McConnell, you need to uh, keep an eye on this guy and uh, get your finger off the trigger. <sighs> Shaking like a leaf, you're gonna go off like a Tommy gun. This guy's making me jumpy. Speaking of Tommy guns, I, I really write about those in my books a lot. You're gonna love my my newest he book. He talks a lot. Quite out. He talks a lot. Sorry. Listen, please, just Sorry, don't go shut ahead, up. Mr. 
Chief. Yeah, what, what was your name again? I'm sorry. O'Rourke. Officer. O'Rourke? Officer O'Rourke. O'Rourke. Yeah. Well, uh, O'Rourke? Oh, O'Rourke. <laughs> Alright. Whoa, hang on. Oh, bro. Did you hear that? McConnell. Oh, what? Hang on. You you keep him here. Okay. I'll be right back. Hey, Mr. Barber may have fallen. Stay. I so you stay here. You might want to check the barbers out. goes rushing to the, uh, um, hearing the very loud noise of a door being broken down at the back right, of the house. What the crap was that guy doing back there? O'Rourke is rushing up to the front door, um, throwing it open and rushing inside. Front door's not locked up? Sam and I book it. <laughs> <laughs> the door we just broke it. Let's see, do um, we make it up the stairs yet? So before? you guys go running in. If you remember, the, the kitchen is the first uh, first room at the back of the house where you guys enter. And the stairs are right next to the front door, right? And the stairs are right next to the front door. Shoot. So as you guys come running in, um, I'm assuming you went rushing towards the stairs. That's where you're going. So yeah. you guys go rushing in towards the stairs. Um... As you pass the living room, you see Mr. Corbett standing in the living room. Um, and as you get about to the stairs, the front door bursts open. And there's a police officer there uh, with his gun, drawing his gun down on the two of you. As he bursts in, he says, Freeze! Freeze! Don't move! Get, you, get your hands up, both of you! I slowly start walking Whoops. down to my house. Ah, <laughs> you! <laughs> Stay where you are. <clears throat> Um, so he keeps his gun out on you. He's like, you, hook, you two, keep your hands where I can see him. No funny business. Officer, no, we heard a scream. There was a scream in the house. There's definitely a scream, officer. Let me persuade him. Oh, uh, officer, officer, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm the one who called. I'm Bernard Corbett. Th thank you for coming so quickly. Uh, these, these people, they, they, they were in my backyard. They, they, they broke into my house. I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm glad you came so quickly. It's it's it, it's been terrible. All right, all right. You two, you get you come with me. Put your get your hands up. We're going out. You're getting in the you're getting in the car. Come on, come with me. Officer, no, there was a scream. We must keep it quiet. Come on, you're coming with me. It's just up these stairs, officer. You just come check the stairs. Keeps his gun. Him. Keeps his gun trained. I'm gonna on persuade you. him. I can't psychology him. Gestures you, gestures you both to help head out the. Uh, Let me persuade him to look door. upstairs. How are you persuading? Officer, if you just come with us upstairs real quick, you will see what we heard. Okay. We promise we will come with you willingly. Right, what are you talking about? What did you hear? We heard a loud scream coming from the upstairs of Mr. Corbett's it's house. It's probably Mr. Corbett. Well, he's a girl, and we need to check out if there's a girl upstairs. Definitely did not sound like Mr. Corbett. <laughs> it was not Mr. Corbett. Well, you see, one of our friends went in earlier. Who <laughs> <laughs> was also a man. <laughs> our friend Don. Well, you see, we accidentally misplaced one of our friends. That is a hard, that is a hard success. Okay. You say you heard a woman screaming upstairs. Yeah. Corbett, what? Is anyone else in the house? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know what they're talking about. Liar. It's just me. It's just me in here. I, I was alone. I was in bed. I heard a noise in my backyard, and I saw, I, I saw all of these men running around, digging in my backyard, trying to break into my house. I saw my neighbor Tallahassee Turner just standing out there digging in my yard. That's a lot. <laughs> well, listen. I saw a flash from next door. I saw a man on the roof. I don't know what's going on. This is 
This is, I don't know, maybe they're in some kind of cult? Alright, the, the so roof thing strange. is probably true. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here, Mr. I, Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling a listen, sorry. 57, I feel really hard. Got a lot of dirt in your ears right, from look, all that look, digging. Look, we're going to get all this started, but I need you to head out the front door right now. No funny business, no fast moves, unless you want another hole in the head. Another <clears> hole? <throat> Officer, yeah. I served in the military. You know, our mouth, our nose, our ears. <laughs> Get moving, funny guy. I'm as a psychologist. <laughs> as a psychologist, I know one hole that needs to be shut. So get moving. Voltius. That was clever. He told you to shut up. By closing my ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what do you do? He's gesturing. He's standing there. He's got his gun trained on you. Do I does... Uh, look, I can take. Baker, look, once we get this, the situation calmed down, maybe I can take a look around. Did look we for the screaming lady or whatever you're saying? Did we tell him about Dom already upstairs? No. Do we want to? Just gonna know you're lying. And then well, we'll I don't want to get shot by the police officers, so I guess we'll go with him. What is this silent conversation going on between the two of you? Well, we're just talking with our eyes. I realize that. Okay, we're moving. We're moving. He actually goes up and grabs uh, Major Baker's Phil by the shirt and starts dragging him outside, pushing him in front of him. Grabs Dr. Simi, he pulls you around, starts shoving you outside ahead of him. All right, no fast move, no funny business. You go over and stand by the car. McConnell, you still got that guy? Yeah, I got him. He ain't going anywhere. Put him in the back seat, lock him in. Uh, Do you want me to cuff him? Yeah, cuff him. Handcuffs in the twenties. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have handcuffs. Okay. Seems like a silly. I don't think we're tying them up with rope. Probably should have looked that up beforehand. Don't tie my wrists too tight. <laughs> and I've never been in a paddy wagon. Look, Carbet here said he saw this guy specifically, Tallahassee Turner, digging around in his backyard. That's so, a lie. Throw him in the back with the rest of them. All right, you too. Come on, you. All right, so he guides you guys over. Um, picking vegetables. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a good nighttime harvest. Hard that over in the motherland. So I don't know if you're interested, but handcuffs were invented in 1869 and became standard in 1912. Oh, we're good. I know they had manacles for a, a long time, but just like Manals. the two-way radios in 1923. <laughs> <laughs> really going to bring that up now, Mr. Bakersfield? <laughs> <laughs> back to that, Sam. Just stick with your plastic <laughs> cup and screw string, okay? <laughs> All right, so you guys both get shoved into the back seat by Officer O'Rourke. O'Rourke. His name is Officer Rourke. He's a right. he came, it was O'Rourke when, it was in, when they were in Ireland, but like a lot of people when they came over to New York, they changed it to Rourke because saying O'Rourke is the worst. Have <laughs> 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 you digressing? Flash forward to right now. I mean, you guys get thrown in the car. We just had a nice little sidebar about the O'Rourke's coming over from Ireland. Um, okay, so you guys all get shoved unceremoniously in the back of the car. Unless you guys want to try any funny business beforehand. Would you like to try any funny business? Well, considering that we've already seen the future. And we're all you guys already know where this on station. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we're kind of doing know. here. I was giving you, a, you know, you guys had a chance to kind of meditate a pants. little bit, giving you like kind of a chance to build and head this a little bit, you know, um, before because you know where this is ending up. So chance well, to stack he's, he's going upstairs, right? but you guys did hide the bone, right? You guys, yeah, put it in the bushes. Okay, I um, took a picture of it too. Okay, cool, good enough. Uh, 
I pooped my pants. Oh. <laughs> Did you just poo on my seat? Oh, no, it's in my pants. Smell. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Tallahassee. Tallahassee, not again. Classic Tallahassee. Man, the water really <laughs> gives you the runs, doesn't it? Uh, non alcoholic water. Alcoholic. <laughs> Alright, McConnell. Okay. This guy try anything when he's out here? No, I he just talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Alright, let's go inside. We'll go check things out. Okay. Uh, let me lock the car. Please. Please. Uh, I'm pretty stinky in here. Can I go? Can you take? Can you escort me into my house? Please. Change please my pants. Let us out of this car. Any way to shut this guy up? No, I pooed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He did. McConnell, you locked the car, right? The car is locked. I got a huge log in my pants. All right, rookies. Oh, oh. Right, McConnell, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So you guys see the two police officers head inside to Corbett's house. Um. You are out in the car for a pretty good amount of time before they come back out and drive you up to the police station. I'm so sorry, guys. I really thought Puma Pants would give us extra time. <laughs> <laughs> and now we just had to sit in this car with this stanch. Yeah, Tallahassee Turner did, in fact, poo his pants. This is Roll. Roll for poo. <laughs> How bad was it? <laughs> Do we have to roll a sanity check now? <laughs> okay, flash forward to several hours later. You guys have been sitting in this interrogation room for hours, maybe. It's been too hard to tell how much time has passed. It's just a pretty blank, featureless room. There's a table with a few chairs that you are all sitting at. Um, single light hanging from the ceiling. And they brought you in, uh, the arresting officers, though you haven't necessarily been charged with anything quite yet. Um, fill out a few papers, talk to the desk sergeant on the way in, and took you guys back to the, uh, to the interrogation room. All right. So tell me, what were you doing at Corbett's house? I wasn't in Corbett's house, obviously. You were in his backyard? I told us that directly. Tallahassee Turner was in my backyard. Uh, I was picking his vegetables. He's very nice and he brings vegetables around and he lets us pick his vegetables sometimes. It's a nighttime harvest, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Anchor in so for, some, exactly. for some fried green tomatoes, huh? Yep. Officer, we already told you. We heard a scream. That's all we were doing. We were just going to check it out. Uh, we thought someone was in trouble, hurt maybe. We thought it could have been Mr. Corbett. We wanted to go check it out. We thought they were in, in desperate need of help. That's why I kicked down the door and rushed in. Now you heard a scream. You heard a scream earlier. Yes. Did you guys find anything when when you went back in? Because we were sitting in that car. It was super stinky, by the way. But uh, while we were sitting there smelling a whole bunch, uh, did you guys find anything in the house? Like, smelling what? a bunch? <laughs> well, that was the only reason that they, they, them two, were in the house. You guys went rushing into the house. I was in the house. Screen. Listen, officers, I served in the military for a lot of years, and I've heard a lot of screams. That was a desperate scream. That was a cry for help. I know what I heard. Look, all right, the officers on the scene, they went inside. They searched the house. They didn't find anything. All right, there's nobody in there. 
We didn't hear we didn't find anybody upstairs. There wasn't anybody on the ground floor. Now look, you guys say you heard this scream and then you came rushing in, but that was right when the police got there. Why were you in the Why were you in the yard before that? No, I told you that was just. I me. wasn't. I was just going he back there to pick a few veggies. He saw a couple people in the backyard. He probably and he saw, saw somebody watching him. He probably saw him Dr. multiple Simmons times. Roof next door. Oh so yeah. So look, explain to me why are you guys keeping an eye on this neighbor? Why uh, you guys? You just a bunch of nosy neighbors. You gotta you gotta see what he's got going on over there, huh? Well, you see, he's got this really loud car. It's very what obnoxious. Respected businessman, what business owner, owner of Corbett Importers. Look, we thought he needed I a hand. member of the Businessman's <laughs> Club, and I might add, personal friend of the mayor himself. The mayor? Why can't he afford a better car then? <laughs> you should have pooped into that car. Well, tell me, true. Why? What's what? What's your problem with court? You, Look, you, you spying on? No, we're not spying on. We told you already. We heard a scream. You were watching from us from from your no, roof. No, no, no. We were watching the watch. I didn't even have my cheaters on. Okay. Okay. So you're trying to give him up? No. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Ah, that's some genuine 1920s slang right there. <laughs> Right, I appreciate that. I'm marking you down with some bonus points. <laughs> now lie to him about Dom. Got a little cheat sheet. Okay, so look. Look, it's best if you just come clean here, right? Yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna stay dirty. Right, Frank? It's right, Frank. It's right. I'm, I'm pretty dirty up, uh, from poo in my pants. We had a friend. Yeah, it's terrible. That we were spending the evening with earlier, you know, we were sucking back a couple of waters. Okay. Uh, friend from England. I wouldn't you know, necessarily you know, he say been friend. Here for very long. Free he's dude. been here for maybe a, a month or two. Acquaintance. An acquaintance, yeah. All right. And uh, he just disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. Like just vanished before your eyes, like magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he left uh, to use the bathroom, I believe. He never came back. No one, no, we haven't seen him since. Inside from where? He's he's been staying at the Naps house. Is there any way you guys can look in on him? Check. Left to use the bathroom where? Where were you? We were hanging out at Doctor Simeon's house. So you left to use the bathroom and then disappeared. So you thought that was him screaming from next door? Really had to go, huh? Maybe he needs more fiber. <laughs> I did tell him about that earlier. All right. he, is a, he is a dew dropper, okay? <laughs> so is that what was going on? So he disappeared in the middle of the day, so you saw maybe Mr. Corbett snagged him on his way to the bathroom? Look, I don't know, Frank, this uh, story doesn't sound like it makes much sense, huh? Yeah, I agree, Mr. Burke. Detective Burke, sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Look, it's like Look, officer, can you give us a minute here real quick? You've had plenty of minutes in here. What, so you can corroborate your stories? <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I just need in to fact, think out loud. You may have even had an entire flashback to do something like that. <laughs> now it's game time. And I want to know. So what's, what is this? You, you think you kidnapped your friend? Absolutely. We need to check it out. We can't. We can't. Come so you didn't call the police Come when he disappeared. All right. <clears throat> Listen up. This is the story. All right. Earlier in the day, I was mowing my lawn. The other guys were sucking back a couple of waters without me. Yeah, without me. 
Mr. Corbett comes driving down the street in his piece of crap car. Don't know why he doesn't get that fixed. He's friends with the mayor. Anyway, that's besides the point. As he was walking in his house, he's carrying in a bunch of stuff. And Dr. Simeon here in Tallahassee. I wasn't, what are you talking? Don't bring me into this. Just keep going with your story. Song drop box that they swear a human hand fell out of. Well, let's get things on the record. We went over to talk to him. He led us into his house. Had in a box coming, bringing it in the house. That's this is actually like a canvas wrap package. Okay, it was a canvas wrap package. <laughs> <laughs> and fell out. That's the the main point of this story. And I did okay. see a hand so, fall out, officer. You saw it too. I'm no dude dropper. He was acting very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, all right, we may have snooped in his backyard a little bit later that night. So, what, you spying on what? You, like, you think, we, we may have snooped. You think little mild-mannered Bernard Corbett, what is he? Well, with all this stuff, yeah, with all this stuff going on on the radio and all this crazy stuff happening in town, you know, you can never be too careful. <clears throat> and the war, you know, has made me naturally suspicious. Suspicious of all. So, yeah, we did a little bit of snooping, and we uncovered what looked like a bone. In his backyard. Bone in his backyard. We found a bone. A human bone. Let's see. Bone. Human. That's when our good buddy, our good friend Dominic, well, our acquaintance Dominic. Appreciate that. He may have uh, gotten a little carried away and went to his house. And that's when we heard the scream. He never came back out. Okay. So Bernard Corbett is the Miskatonic Mangler. That's what you're telling me? It's not what I said. I'm just saying, you can never be too careful. So can we go now? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty convincing story, because it was the truth. Right. So I believe you. You sound like you're telling the truth. But at least you believe what you're saying. So you, you, you think you saw an arm. Hand. Hand. A hand. That's when hand. they knew everything was less than Jake. <laughs> um, Alright, look, okay, you guys stay here. We need to. Alright, you got that part? Yeah, I got it. Let's see, okay. Let's go talk to those officers again. Uh, Alright, look, we got some. We got, looks like we got some more questions to ask, okay? We'll be right back. Well, why don't you go chase yourself? The officers, get up. The detectives, both get up, walk out, go out, close the door. There for what are we doing here, guys? Like, dude, why did you tell him about the hand? I mean, listen, in my experience, it's always best to just come clean with law enforcement. How many times have you been in with law enforcement? Enough for what? None of your business. <laughs> I'm not one of your patients. I'm just asking questions. You don't have to get are we just gonna puffy about it. Try to come clean and just go and like see what happens. Or should we make a break for it or something? Make a break, like try to escape from the, the police station? <laughs> I already kicked down one door. <laughs> I'm not kicking down another. All right. So you guys are in there for a while. Like, maybe another hour, two hours. So finally, after, after it seems like forever, the door opens and the detectives walk back in. Come back in. Sit back down. All right. Look. Your guy's story, man. Hey, Bark, I mean, is the circus in town? I do not believe it is, Frank. 
Maybe check again, because I swear I got a bunch of clowns in front of me. I'm a famous explorer. Uh, yeah, I see that. It's right here. Tallahassee Turner. Or should I call you Bob? <clears throat> what? So we got some files here on all of you guys. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> Went out and I asked a few more questions, called a few more people, woke up a few more important people. I can say none of this has been very productive for my career. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, look, we talked to the officers again. They searched the house. There was nothing there. Mr. Corbett took them back and showed him his refrigerator because apparently he noticed you guys looking at him when he got home, watching him from across the street, seeing what you saw so clearly while sucking back waters. <laughs> took him back, they showed him the refrigerator. The officers told me we did have a canvas wrap bag and inside was a branch. He had a branch in there. He says he collects mold and moss specimen to use it for making fertilizer or something. I don't know for his, for his greenhouse. He had a branch, like a tree branch. Yes, in he his, it. In his icebox. He used to keep it cold. What a weirdo. Experiment signs. He's, he's, he's an amateur botanist, I guess. But, and you guys bringing all this up, saying he's a killer, some kind of mass murderer, the Miskatonic Mingler. May have, maybe you didn't use those words, but I know that's what you're getting at. But look, he's got rock solid alibis. We called around. He was at work during three of the murders. Did you guys ever find uh, Dom? Did you ever find. Did not um, find anybody else in the house. Yeah, but did you check the Naps house? I'm really. I'll go to the Naps house. We'll talk to the officers and send them over. I'm pretty worried about uh, Mr. Drew Card. Uh, He's a pretty good friend of of mine and Dr. Sinney's. We'll Mr. Bakersfield it. doesn't really know him very much. All right, we'll look into it. Um, but yeah, but that, that's, that's bourgeois. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Go chase yourself. <laughs> I mean, come on. We got to know. Like, he could be seriously injured or hurt. Listen to me, officer. Mr. Corbett was involved in some seriously queer behavior. <laughs> queer behavior? <laughs> There's something not right here. You're missing something. All right, now, all right, all you guys shut up. Listen to what I'm saying. We called around. He's got alibis, all right? He's not the mangler, I can tell you that much. Why don't you go have a sinker? Oh, right. I was okay. just about to do that one. <laughs> Sorry, bro. That'll be quicker on the draw with, uh, with Dr. Simi over here. It's a donut. All right, look, in the latest murder, 
he was at Saturday night, he was at the business man's club with the mayor himself, right? So, Bernard Corbett so are you telling me is not that the Miskatonic man. Corbett and the mayor killed the, the woman on Saturday man. night? Christ, oh my gosh! <laughs> 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 Mystery solved. Can we go now? Just kidding. <laughs> Alright, look, it's okay, yeah. What, you thought you thought you saw some shady behavior from him? Look, it's not looking that way, alright? Well either way, my uh, my my good friend's missing. Dom. Dom okay, Picard. Yeah, and we'll look into that. Yeah, when? It's, it's possible. What does that mean? Exactly. That can mean anything. As soon as I get out of here, I'll go talk to that the officers. That can three weeks from now. Over. Okay, so if I stop talking, you'll leave and go check on it. It will help things along, I can tell you that. Well, I think that's a persuade. <laughs> I don't have a good persuade. I got... No, I'm, I'm making the same request. I want to know oh, what okay, Dominic okay. is. Good, yeah. And I think the cops need to stop wasting their time here with us and go find our friend Dom right now. Right. Good call. So let me persuade the persuade you, Kappa. Take that sinker out of your mouth and listen up, all right? You said we'll go look for it. Twenty-eight. Up. Now go do it. <laughs> <laughs> At a seventy. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Hey, Mark, Mark, can you go out and talk to the officers and go check out that house, the Naps. The Naps. Which one is that? That's the house, just a uh, kitty at the end of the street. From Corbett. End of the cold side. Yeah. I hate cold sets. It's only one way out. Make them ladies. Alright, so Burke. Alright, yeah, I got it for you. Uh, he gets up, Burke walks out of the room. Alright, so thank you for that, Mr. Psychologist. You're apparently very good at your job because your neighbor who dropped a branch is the Biscatonic man. Look at that. Did you hear that, Burke? That sounds like a good book. <laughs> As a psychologist, I've written many a book about branches that look like hands. <laughs> I believe that was me. Excellent. Very useful. As a major in the military. The is going to explain to me why I like to go put the slicing dice on random dames because I thought my ma was a real dish with great gibbs. Where are you looking up this slang? Just talk like this. Point five. I'm a cop. <laughs> Yeah, tell it to Sweeney. Yeah, that bird. Cops had their own slang. Yeah, I did. Yeah, don't talk about his ma like that. Has some respect. She's a real nice lady. Yeah. So. She's the best. Now that I've already pooped my pants, I figured I might as well pull a Daniel Boone. Run away. <laughs> Run away. Up, Chuck. Okay, look. Kind of pointed at him, huh? <sighs> I'm sorry, officer. I'm not just not feeling so hot. All right, so look, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to let you go. I shouldn't. Dang it. Because of the ridiculous shenanigans and for how much bother you put on your neighbor, Bernard Corbett. But since he's such a nice guy, he's not going to press any charges. He said he didn't hear the scream. Maybe you heard it from somewhere else. He doesn't know. He's sorry that your friend's missing. But so... I guess, against my better judgment, I'm gonna let y'all go, alright? Thank you, officer. I gotta go home and change. <laughs> alright, and then we'll, Burke's gonna go talk to the cops. The cops, the officers, the officers that were out there. 
and you're gonna go look it up on your friends, right? <laughs> go on, get out of here. Don't don't bother your neighbor anymore. If you hear any more about this, I tell you, you're not gonna get out this season. Thank you, officer. Get out of here. Cheese it. Get the bricks. Alright, I left my cheaters, hold on. <laughs> so the three of you stand up to leave the interrogation room, push your chairs back. Um, give a little nod to Detective Kovach. Thank you, officer. As you guys are walking away, there's one question that is still on everybody's mind. And that is, where is Dom Junkard? Dom, you yes. wake up. It's about time. It's pitch black. You open your eyes, you're looking around. At least you think your eyes are open, but it's hard to tell that there isn't any light from anywhere. You blink a few times just to make sure. Your head hurts like you have the mother of all hangovers, and you have no idea how you got here. The last thing you remember standing outside the back door of Bernard Corbett's house. And then it just goes black. And here you are, somewhere dark. You actually start noticing there's a noise. It's been here the whole time, but only now is it really kind of registering. There's a rumbling noise. And also you're noticing you're not exactly laying on a flat piece of ground or anything stationary. It's actually bouncing around a lot. Putting the two together, you realize you're probably in a car. Maybe in the trunk of a car. You've seen some of those cars, not a lot of them. You've seen some people modify those fold-up back seats to be made for storing cargo instead of having an extra seat in the back for some friends that maybe they don't have. You're not sure how long you've been out. What do you do? Do I still have my flashlight? Searching around, you notice your hands are tied. You're reaching around, you don't. You can kind of feel your pockets. It doesn't feel like you have anything in your pockets. Is there any sharp uh, corners in the, in the trunk? Um, I search around for that. Okay. Searching around the car, you just feeling around. You know, you haven't quite felt something sharp, but you do find a piece of metal. It's a, it feels like a bar of some kind. Fairly weighty. Maybe something like they use for changing the tire, maybe. But as you go over an especially big bump, um, you see a small crack of light peek in ahead of you. As it looks like maybe the trunk would just bounce a little bit of a, you know, open just a little bit of a crack. Can I reach the bar? Yes. I'd like to wedge it in between the trunk and try and lever it open, lever it open. Okay, so you take it, you jam it into that little crack that you can kind of work it into, looking where you saw the light. Working into the crack as much as you can, you do manage to get the, the end of it in. So why don't you make a strength check? Okay, my strength is 70. 58. Okay, 
So you're jamming it in there, you're wiggling it around back and forth, up and down, just working it in as far as you can. When you get it in about as far as you think it can go, you just you put your arms and hands up on top of it and just lever it down with as much weight as you can get on it and it pops open revealing to you the night sky or maybe the early morning sky because maybe right around the edges of the horizon it looks like you can start seeing some light peeking around there's street lights lights of some businesses here and there as you are going your way down the street in a section of town you are not completely familiar with how far how fast does it seem like the car is going you're still in town, so it's it's not it's not going too fast. It's you know maybe going like 15 miles an hour. Ooh, we can roll out. Don't get squished by any other cars, though. Are there any cars behind us, or there are not? It looks like you're in kind of a fairly secluded area of the city. Well, they wait till they turn a corner, then you bail out. I'm looking around and kind of, as you're glancing around, looking, you see some larger buildings, maybe some warehouses, possibly down near the near the docks, near the river. It's hard to tell. Or you can find out where he's going and then bail out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's taking me to a secluded area so he can, you know, mangle me. So I'd rather not get there. What do you do? All right, I, I, I hold tight to my you know, bar, and the next time he slows at all, I roll out the back. Okay. All right, so you drive for maybe another minute and a half, two minutes, until you actually, roll me me a listen check real quick. Yes, I have decent listen. Much better than spot hidden. Okay, my listen is 60. Oh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. 95. So, uh, you hear something from up in the cab, and suddenly the brakes slam. Ah, crap. As the car comes to a screeching halt, and it actually shoots you back up against the the back of the trunk there for a second. So, what do you do? By the track, by the back of the trunk, I guess. I mean, towards the front of the car. Right. Yeah. So my hands are tied behind me, right? Or they're actually in front of you. Oh, okay, good. Um, Your feet are not tied. Amateurs. What should I do, guys? Man, this is tough. This is a tough call. Make a break for it, man. All right, I'm gonna make. I'm running from everything in the whole game, so why? Probably don't want to listen to me. As a psychologist, I wouldn't run away from your problems. I'd face them. I say you crap your pants like Tallahassee Turner did. So when he goes to crab you, he's temporarily shocked by the moist feeling on his hand, and then you hit him in the head with the hammer. Okay. Pull a Tallahassee. A Tallahassee Turner. All right, what do you do, Dom? I'm going to try to get out of the trunk. So, you clamber up, rolling towards the, uh, the edge of the trunk. You, yeah, you throw your feet over the edge. Do I hear you, the door open at all? You hear the door of the car open. Right as about as you're getting your feet out onto the pavement. They saw the trunk open. Okay, I'm going to... So, I'm assuming it's the driver's side door that opens. Yes. I'm going to rush the driver's side door with my pipe. Okay, so 
Uh, you roll out of the car, you get up on your feet, and you go rushing around to the driver's side door. Make me a power roll. Oh, power's bad. Can I do something like I'm better at? All right, 45. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Yep. Um. Okay. So whatever, whatever this, whatever this hangover is that you got, it is still, it is still hitting you pretty hard, and you are still feeling it. So as you go rushing up, um, and a man steps out from the driver's side of the car and looks towards you, you're still feeling pretty dizzy. You're stumbling like a little bit as you're rushing forward. The man you see stepping out of the car. He's a little bit tall, wiry looking, really weasley looking face. Um, kind of scrunched face, slicked, tightly combed hair parted down the middle. Um, of like a dark auburn red. As he looks up and he sees you and looks up in surprise, we're gonna brawl roll, but we're gonna need a penalty die. Oh man, give me a die. So the way penalty die works is, no, I need the other one. I roll two tens, right? Yeah. Okay. So I roll two tens and I have to take the worst, right? Yeah, it's like rolling with disadvantage and Okay, my brawl is 60. I got a, I got 20 and 70. Um, so you're just swinging at him? The dice are against me. Yeah, I swing the pipe at his face. Okay. And you accidentally hit yourself. He didn't quite have enough time to do anything besides dodge, but since you failed, he he does manage to dodge aside. Um, And sees you kind of stumble past him, you hit into the driver's side door. What's your dex? 65. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, maybe 100. Or roll me a d20. A d20? Yeah, just roll me a d20. Tell me what you get. Seven. Seven? Nice. Okay, I have torn. Um, that was on a d20. Yeah, guys, the seven's not good. Yeah. All right, well, I rolled a four. You guys have the same decks. Oh, cool. So, that's what we would have called a surprise attack. So, down to this, we're gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go again. So, he he dodges back into the car a little bit, just kind of stumbling back as, as he's surprised that you come rushing towards him. Uh, you slam into the driver's side door. Um, he's distracted long enough to give you a chance to do... What? Can swing do? the pipe at his head again. Swing it at him again? Yeah. Okay. Alright, we'll have another Friday brawl. Do I have to penalty die again? Not this time. 55. Okay, that's success? Yeah, okay. regular success. Alright, he's uh, he's gonna try and fight back. As he's you a boy. He's, he's going in after you, too. Okay, and he also rolled a regular success. So, you're just swinging at him with, uh, with this pipe. It's, it's fairly weighty. Uh, why don't you roll me a, um, give me a, a, a D3 plus your damage bonus. Um, yes, it's 1d4. Okay. So I roll a d3 and a d4. Right? Yes. 
So remind me how the D3 works. D3 is it D6 right? But is it um, one and two is one, three and four is two, and five yeah. and six is three? Okay. You just divide by three. Got it. I got a one and a one. Okay, so super strong. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the dice are against me. You managed to connect with uh, the tire iron. Eh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Playing Yeah, you must. You he doesn't quite dodge aside. He was trying to kind of duck under it, and it hits him just on the shoulder. <sighs> and yeah, it wasn't quite the uh, staggering blow you were expecting. It's probably still that uh, the effects of that hangover. I mean, you must have really. Must have been something in those waters over at Tallahassee's house. Feel like I've been on it too. All right, so he actually, uh, as he dodges aside, you notice he pulls out a switchblade out of his pocket. Oh, um, you're dead. Your toad's dead. What are you gonna do? Ruben's gonna dodge? kill you. Okay, I'm gonna fight back. Okay, so yeah, it says attacking a target that is fighting back. Uh, the side with the better level, better level of success avoids being harmed and inflicts damage on the opponent. Um, okay. Okay, you're just going to straight fight back. You're just going to swing it at him. Do you want to do any kind of maneuver? I, I'd like to knock him down. Okay. If possible. Okay. Do so the crane kick. Knocking him down. Um, if you do any maneuver, it's not going to cause damage. You're just kind of going to be trying to throw him to the ground. Put him in a body to bag. You, like, get yourself in a better situation <laughs> is what a fighting maneuver would do. I love it when he pounds it. So you can either just try and go straight damage, or you can try and, like, yeah, throw him on the ground and maybe give yourself an opening to, like, make a break for it or whatever. Uh, I'll just try to fight back. Okay, you're just going to try and hit him? Yep. Okay. This is the wimpiest fight I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bystanders watching like, wow. Okay, so it's really pathetic. Oh, good. I'm going to get stabbed, guys. Well, if you wouldn't have lead-piped his shoulder. 54, regular success. Okay. No wonder the Brits uh, lost the war. He <laughs> <laughs> failed. Yes. So he comes in to stab you, and instead you manage to swing that pipe up for another pipe, the tire iron, and actually make contact with him before he can. And it, it kind of stuns him, knocks his arm out to the side a little bit. Do I roll damage again? Yeah. Thought you were throwing. I got three this time. Yeah. That's bad, right? Yeah, dude. Why are you so bad it's at rolling? number of hit points. You're gonna have to hit him like six hundred times to kill him. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're hitting him, and you can tell he you're he's he's taking it pretty good. It's it's um it doesn't seem like he's getting winded or like it's stunning him that much. It's he's taking these shots and he's taking them pretty pretty well. Come on, Mr. Burns, like hit so. Harder. All right, what do you do? <laughs> Out of nowhere, the psychiatrist comes up. <laughs> you have anything? Oh, I guess you uh, probably lost all your stuff. I had brass knuckles, but apparently they took them away. Brass marking. Do you have any other kind of fighting powers? All right, I'm going to try and knock him back into the car. Okay. So, yeah, make another fighting brawl. 11. Ooh, make a battle cry. That's going to be a success. Yeah, that's an extreme success. <laughs> oh, battle cry. Six. Yes. Fumble. Fumble. So, Fumble versus yeah. extreme Fumbalaya. success. So you do manage to connect with the with the tire iron. comes up, hits him, and it knocks his guard out wide, and you just bull rush charge him with your shoulder and knock him back. He goes flying back into the car. Um, 
He falls back over the seat. Um, falls back. His actually his switchblade flies back and lands on the seat of the passenger side. Um, as he's just kind of sprawling over the seats right there. Um, what do you do? I grab his keys, close the door, and I make a break for it. Uh, are the keys key, still in the... No there's no keys? No. It's one of those ghetto-mobiles? Yeah. Man. 1920, they're the most cars that don't have keys. But that's have a crank. The nice ones really? did. <laughs> you go in the front and... Man. Just like Brad Chase, get yourself a <laughs> yeah, nice like place. <laughs> one runs the car, one runs the lights. Everything's on cranks. <laughs> Alright, I, I slam the door and I make a break for it. Okay, the light is dimly illuminated by street lights, and you can see they must be winding down. The cranks are hanging limply from their sides. <laughs> um, so you're just making a break for it, you go fucking down the street. Yeah. Um, Opposite direction the car's going. Okay. Um, anywhere you're trying to go, just running, trying to find. What are you trying to? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Just uh, getting away. Yeah. Okay. You're running down the street, making a break for it. As you're running, you glance over your shoulder for a second, and you see him pop out of his car, uh, out of the door again. And he's looking around, and he sees you running down the street. And um, he climbs back in, he slams the door, and he uh, starts driving. Uh, flips his car around to come after you. So, there's some buildings, there's some alleys. Um, Do any of the alleys I run past look like they connect into another street or are they dead ends? Uh, some of them, yeah, it looks like there's some alleys there. Okay, I wanna go turn down the first available alley that will go into, like, connect into another road. Okay. You're running, you, you go down that alley. By the time you make it out to the end of the street, um, you see the car uh, catch up and begin to turn down the street. Make me a luck roll. I failed. Okay. Um, you come out of another street, and it's also just a dead street. It looks like you're just out in maybe kind of an industrial area or down near the docks where there's a lot of warehouses. Um, Street leads down. You see a lot more lights heading down to the uh, the north end of the street. Um, a lot more lights coming from that direction. Like it's possibly a more busy and populated end of town. Um, the car starts heading down the alley towards you. Um, what are you going to do? Okay. Um... When I get to the end of the alley, I want to... How fast does this car look like he's driving? Um, it's picking up speed. He just turned, so... Alright, I'm gonna run towards the... Is he going slow enough to where if I hide on the other side of the alley, I can bash my tire iron in his window as he drives past? Um... Considering how you're rolling, you might need to like end up with a luck or something, and you'll get run over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you're probably gonna get run over. We just turned, so he's picking up speed. He saw you run out there, so he's uh. All right, I'm gonna run off towards the north. Okay, you're running. Um, as you're you're coming up, you actually uh, the car starts peeking out around the end of the alley, and you do see uh. As you um, come up to another side street, uh, you look down and it looks like there's somebody, like maybe a small store, a little shop. It looks like somebody's just getting there, unlocking their door, heading inside. 
um, like a hardware store um, off to your right. It's the first person you've seen. Okay, I run towards that person. Okay. Um, as you come running up, it's unlocking the door, he looks up and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hello, hello, can you help me? Please, that man in that car, he's been chasing me. See, my hands are tied. He had me in his in his car. In the boot. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, yeah, come, in, come inside. We'll, we'll, we'll come inside. We'll, we'll, we'll call the police. Oh, thank you so much. I, can I roll psychology to see if he's full of shit? I mean, crap. I mean... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's really full of Tallahassee. I mean, <laughs> this isn't going to help. I realize I have a 10 to psychology, so oh, well, yeah. I'll probably determine he's a yeah, human. No. Maybe. Hey, yeah, 38. Seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> so right. on it, you open the door, you go in, and it's just full of, like, like porcelain dolls that are staring. Oh, good. There's an open trap door with spikes. Um, it's just, you notice off to the side, there's an ice cream truck parked. What's the scenario? Clowns Georgie. You walk in, it's a, it's a hardware store. And he goes, no, come back. Uh, my, my phone's back this way. Come on. Um, uh, roll me a spot head. Walk in. My uh, spot hidden isn't good either. 25. Three. Three? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's an extreme also, guys, success. I, I just want to make sure. If you're getting successes on skills, check the box next to it. Dang Anything straight. you have gotten a success on during the scenario so far, I you to check in the box. I did check listen already. Um, and a cult. Yeah. And fighting brawl. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. As you go rushing to the door and you turn around and you guys are closing it behind you, as you look and you see the car just takes off down the street. Doesn't make any attempt to follow you anymore. It just it starts going past and, and hauling off away. Okay. I look to see if there's a license plate as he speeds away. There is. Ooh, can I get the number off of it? You can. Do I need to roll? No. Oh, no, cool. you roll pretty stinking well already. Sweet, I did get a three. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I'll give it to you. Sweet. Um, you see it, you peek around as he's zooming off. Uh, you barely get a, a glimpse at it, but just as it, just as the angle gets right that you're able to see it, he travels right to the path of the streetlight and lights it up just perfectly for you to get a, a bead on it. Cool. So, guy takes you back. Gives you a pad to paper that you're asking for. Um, Can I get a pad and a paper? <laughs> as you furiously write down the number that you just saw. Three. Um, as you head back to his telephone, I guess, to get some assistance to call. Who do you want to call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Something strange. <laughs> um. Okay. Who do you want to call? <laughs> no. Who <laughs> <laughs> would you like to uh, place a two phone no, no, dial? There's no way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who would you technically like to go place? straight to the uh, operator? Operator. You know what I'm asking. Meeny, <laughs> meeny. Are you calling 
Operator, how may I direct your call? Operator, get me the police. Thank you, please hold. Arkham Police Department, what's your emergency? Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash The Arkham Files and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks again. were injured in the recording of this episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.